0: Hey, hey, hey. Ho, ho, ho. What'd you call me? Happy holidays, guys. It's oh. Melissa. Hi. And Amy. And we're here from Brilliant Observations. Why, you may ask? Why are you here? It's not Thursday. What is happening? It's a little stocking stuffer, even for you Jewish girls and boys. We're giving you extra bonus content over this magical holiday season so that when you Are at the point of murderous rage from spending all that extra time with your special friends and loved ones, giving you a little seasonal treat. Tell them about it, Missy.
1: Step away from the knives, step away from the shovels, leave your family in the dust, and walk outside, walk into a room, put your AirPods, earbuds, headphones on, and take a listen. We, this is a reprieve from your family, from the crazy, from even joy and come
0: and listen to us for just tiny little morsels through the next week. Have a dog that needs a walk. Have a cigarette that needs a smoke. Have a path that needs your presence on it. Grab your best podcast playing device and get the fuck away from those other people for just a quick (laughs) second. Happy holidays! We're giving you a little extra content as we take a hiatus, but not from you, lovies. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy. Happy holidays.
1: In... Following with this holiday season, Amy has a story to share.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my merciful God. Thank you for bringing us this holiday time. Friends of ours, super new, super close friends who are awesome, are hilarious, and they have adopted Christmas as their favorite season, and they adore the National Lampoon's Christmas, right? Not only do they adore watching it as their tradition, you've seen this for sure. I'm not, I'm not. Yes. Okay. So not only do they adore it and it's their tradition, they, they do it like it's a wonderful life. They have to watch it and there's like the first watching and then they'll have a party to watch it. And then every time it's on, they watch it. We do that with the movie Christmas Story. I don't know if you, if you're, if you, I don't know if this is in your sphere.
1: I've seen a Christmas Story. I don't feel like every year I'll watch Elf because Elf brings me joy. As it should. The other two, I I could give a fuck about, but I know it's, I know it's in our community. It's in our world as being iconic and I've seen it and I will shoot my eye out and I will lick a pole and get stuck to it. Like I've seen all the, I've seen them all, but I don't know that my kids have.
0: And I don't know that this is a fair reference so I'm I'm just going to say it. And if it's, if it's not fair, it's not fair. I've seen Fiddler on the Roof. I've seen Yentl. I have no desire to ever see them again. They were good next, but they don't connect with me in a way where I'm like, that's my tradition. And maybe they do with you. I don't know. But these Christmassy things, they're not only fun and funny, but they're insightful in the sense that it's like, we do that. Or I know the fools that do those. And yeah. So anyway, so Christmas story and it's a wonderful life and elf and all the rest of it. Right. So national lampoon's, uh Christmas vacation or whatever Christmas or whatever it is. That's their jam in a crazy way. And it's so funny because I don't know if they knew it, but the father, the husband in this thing is fucking Clark. And he doesn't know it. This year he bought the most ridiculous tree that anyone, it, you think that's going to fit Clark? He bought a tree. Let me just, let me just break it down for you. They bought a real tree on a lot. It was so big. They had three workers from the lot hand deliver it to the inside of their house. Have you ever heard such a thing? Have you ever heard such a thing? Normally, like, you bring your own twine. Like, it's not the right. kind of thing where it a, couple roof, of, right. a couple of, a couple of longshoreman esque dudes are going to be in your house, <laughs> right? Longshoreman. Yeah. It was too big to fit in any of the tree stands. They had to custom fashion a tree stand. They wrapped the bullshit in twine, got it into the house, put it in the corner unfurled it and it absolutely went against the windows doink and I swear there was a moment when they everybody's had the dolphin, but did we just destroy the all of the double pane glass all the way up on the second rafters of this forty five foot room that the tree almost touches the top of? It's holy crazy. crap! They had a giant ladder, and still it was not enough to get the tree on the thing on the top of the. It's nuts! And the point of the tree is, in addition to being crazy, now that's that's a fine tree, Clark. In addition to being the most ridiculous tree that you've ever seen, I think I mentioned that it didn't fit in any of the tree stands, right? So they decided, I don't know whose decision it was, but probably the dudes from the tree place decided, well, we'll just, here's what we do. We'll just put it on a piece of plywood. We're just going to sort of fashion and screw it to the piece of a plywood so that you've got a base so that this monstrosity doesn't topple over, kill you all and you sue us. Great, got it. I think I know what to do. Fantastic. So after the thing is in place... And they're done zhuzhing it. And it looks like better homes and gardens would plots all over themselves because it's the best fucking thing in the world. Then they decide, can we just, is it really facing the right? That part is better. Because with a natural tree. Oh, uh,
1: don't fuck with it. Yeah. One side is Yeah. Fuller and-
0: but Clark is always going to fuck with it, Missy. Isn't he? So Clark tries to spin the tree. Fully decorated 8,000 pound, 400 feet high tree. Tries to spin it himself. Doesn't get a hernia. Good news. Also doesn't move the tree. That is good news. Also doesn't move the tree. <laughs> Bad so, news. so what does Clark do? Does Clark think to himself, Clark, this is a sign that you shouldn't move the tree. <laughs> no. Clark says, my boys play lacrosse. Let's get three, four of them big boys. Let's move this tree. So they all God. grab a hold of a couple of branches and it's like resisting them. So, so they're like, it's all right. We'll just, we're going to put some muscle in it. It's resisting. It's, it's too big a tree. So they all. Eh! That's when they realize that the base of plywood that was screwed to the bottom of the tree was screwed face down and the edges of the screws are currently gouging a circle in their hardwood floors.
1: (laughs) Which they will really discover after the new year when that tree, they call that.
0: How are
1: they going to (laughs) get that fucking tree out of there?
0: Yeah. So that fantastic tree you just destroyed your living room floor. Oh, my sweet baby. I hope it was worth it. I love it. It wasn't, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. That is
1: so crazy. (sighs) This is what we do. We goy. How do you decide? We goy. We goy Oh, sorry. Um, How do you decide? It's plural. How do you decide between real and fake tree? Is it where you're located in the country? You like the smell of? You like the needles falling off? You like the drama trauma? You like... How do you decide? You decide. A hundred years ago.
0: No, you, you, it is. When do you, as an adult, begin to rationalize that it's okay to sell out? That's the difference between an artificial and a real tree. You make. Really? Yes. You make a decision as an adult. I choose this. I choose to leave this place at 430 because I have a family and a life and I'm not going to, be Mark Cuban. I'm not going to be the president. I'm not going to be Amelia Earhart. I'm not going to rule the world and change the world. I'm, I'm not Greta Thunberg. I'm not any of these people. I'm the going home on time and not blowing my head off. And tonight we're going to go to the pool as a family, kids. That's how you decide. You settle. Unless you have some medical condition that requires it, you settle. Everyone wants a real tree. Everyone loves a real tree. The luster never goes away. It's just a pain in the fucking ass that you decide ain't worth it. Don't want to burn my house down. Can't afford it. We're not going to be there. Don't want the cat to knock it over. Uh, Can't have pine needles and sap and bullshit all over the place. Don't want people to forget to water it and then have the whole thing go (laughs) up in flames. Don't want to know what to do to throw out the thing. I don't want to destroy the planet. I don't think a Christmas tradition has to involve butchering natural resources for my own, you know, frolicking and enjoyment there's no there's no good answer there's no you just so sell out
1: sell out early sell out often that's it. Is what I say that's it. that's it that's it that's it that's it
0: and I did the worst of all possible this year I bought a second tree can't even explain I, I won't even explain other than to tell you this one is meant for the outside on the porch where it sits now and I got something that's called a flocked tree you know about this you know about flocking no. okay flocking is the process of dusting things with artificial snow. Ugh. Flocking, I think text I think accurately, flocking is a generic design term that means a raised texture on something. So you might have flocked wallpaper. Okay. Where you would old-fashioned damask wallpaper that might have the darker parts also were somehow raised with velvet. I believe that technically is flocked.
1: I feel like that's something I should have known, but because I don't decorate or have any creativity that's not verbal, (laughs) then I I feel like I'm a bit of a failure on this one.
0: All untrue. So flocking in the Christmas sense is to, you know, coat it with this bullshit white stuff. And you used to be able to get it in a can. Maybe you still can. Now they have, and maybe always, they have these ridiculous trees that started green artificially and then they've coated them with this crazy poof to stuff. And they look very pretty and I thought oh, they look very nice. And it co- Snow touch. It coordinated with my, this is the back porch. It coordinated with everything that was out. And I was like, you know what? I work hard for a living. I'm drinking the beer. I'm buying the fucking car. Whatever it is. <laughs> I don't drink beer by cars. I bought the tree and I put it up and it looks amazing. And what it also does is like a real tree. It sheds its fucking flock all over every thing. Oh no. Thank god it's outside, but even that's not good enough. It's like a winter wonderland out there. The every bit of wind just lifts it in a little flurry like a snow globe. So it's magical, but then you got to walk through it to let the dog out. Now it's on your fucking shoes, it's on your fucking pants, it's in your hair, you got glitter on your face. It's ridiculous. It's like living in a snow globe, a snow globe adjacent. So I don't know who these designers are that put this shit in their house. When you see these pictures and it's in the corner, Dude, I I'm kind of also worried. Is this going to kill my dog? You know, if he eats and ingests some of this shit. Yeah, imagine if that was in your house. You gotta really love Christmas to hate your family that much to put that shit in the corner. (laughs) And nobody puts baby in a corner.
1: These are problems Jews don't have. Well,
0: some of the Jews do. Some of the some of the straddle the straddle the the Jew. Where they're not Jews. They are Jew. They're Jew. Jews don't have trees. They're Jewish. I said it. They're Jewish. Jews don't have trees. In Israel, they have a tree in the middle of the thing. You saw it.
1: Yeah. What we do is we plant trees in Israel. Okay. For that's what Jews do. They're they don't, than us. They don't right, chop right. them down and bring them home. Ah, their
0: homes. they put up a giant Christmas tree right next to the menorah, and everybody posts. Pictures of the thing saying, "Look it on anywhere else on the planet would this ever happen?" And I'm like, I think so, but it's lovely that it's happening in Israel. Yeah,
1: Rockefeller Center is a good place for it to happen. Yeah, it well, happens I mean, you know,
0: it's it's, it's kind of like putting up a menorah in the manger scene with the, the goat. You know, it's my birthday, and here's the menorah. What? Yeah, so I get it's a blending in the in the heart of of Jew city, Israel. How about how about
1: blending in the heart? Let's just stop there. Let's blend in our hearts. I blend it.
0: I love blending. Blending.
1: Yeah, as she holds up a drink that she's blended for this occasion. It's a wonderful
0: coffee drink.
1: We don't really have decorations. We have a bunch of menorahs around the house, but we do have one that we put in the window. How much is that
0: menorah in the window?
1: The one with three lights that are dim. Oh! we first moved here to this house. We built this house. And one of the neighbors says, why is that house so dark? What are they, <laughs> Jewish? And we're like, uh, by the way, that's our house. And yes, we are Jewish. Look at that. Today, there's there's going to be an ice and snowstorm Oh, and here. And my children have started texting me from school to say, can you pick us up? Can you pick us up? Can you pick us up? <laughs> Already? I mean, has not has it started yet? It has. I think it has. We have one menorah that we put in the front window and one we set on fire on the kitchen table. And customs have changed over the years. It used to be presents for this holiday were one big, seven small. Well, my son got a car this year. So, well, yes. So we have told him that that is both his Hanukkah present and his birthday present. And
0: his marriage gift and his retirement gift. For the next 11 years.
1: Yes, that's basically how we plan to
0: gift him. You shall receive nothing for the future and like it.
1: Yeah, So, but I I can't have that. So the last night of Hanukkah is a pair of socks. You know, it's it's stuff you needed anyway. I was getting away. The seventh night is dinner. Like I'll let you have dinner, <laughs> or <laughs> so. Well, I wasn't going to let you, but it is Hanukkah, so I should probably feed you some latkes. But yeah, we don't have those those big tree issues or little tree issues. One year, my kids wanted a mini tabletop silver tree, and uh, I
0: acquiesced. What? I was going to say, spoiler alert: they're not going to get it. You did what?
1: Yeah, they were little, and they wanted a. They said it's a Hanukkah bush, and I said, all right, I'll tell you what. If you never say Hanukkah bush again, because there's no such thing and don't be stupid. And it's
0: like, this just gross. It sounds like V BB. I don't like it.
1: Ooh, no. It's like a present in your... Uh, no.
0: Oh, no. That's nice.
1: That's better. That's better. Like a present bush. Um. So I said, and I don't know what you're thinking is going to come of this because there will not be gifts under it for you and there will not be what is typically... And then we had friends who had rap... For the wrap of the year, so they had special wrapping paper for. It was gorgeous, actually. I I want to mock her for it, but it was really beautiful. And then there's one where there's different wrapping for each child. Do you do that?
0: No. So you know who gets what? No, no. I there's all sorts of traditions around the wrapping and the not wrapping. I I I never instituted any of those, and that's one of the few things that I can look back on in my life with deep. Pride and gratitude.
1: So there are things that the Jews are good for in the Christmas season, besides shtick, because that seems to be you know where we really shine. Um, I had a neighbor who hid all of their Christmas presents in our at our house because. Her kids were hunters and they went looking for them. So my kids would come home and there's a brand new bicycle in the garage and they're like, I got a bike. I'm like, you did not. <laughs> no, oh, no, you didn't. That's hilarious Sorry. and mean
0: at the same time. I love it. Yeah, I know.
1: I know. And even wrap them at our on our dining room table the night before uh, just to- That's fantastic.
0: Oh, I want to live next to you always, but also for this reason.
1: Yes. But
0: also here's the
1: downside- we had a neighbor who had three children, one of whom was, I want to say, 12, 13. Uh, we moved, when did we move here? So 13 years old. And the 13-year-old had two younger siblings. maybe Yeah, 13. And my, we've spent our lives telling our children, don't fuck up Christmas for any Gentile children.
0: And I think this might be a time when we could say, uh, caution, turn
1: off." Pro- the... proceed
0: with care, listeners. And, we'll, turn and off. we'll give you a little three, two, one. Over to you, Missy.
1: Yeah. Turn off the volume right now if you have small children in the car. It's not for them. It's going to be dirty. It's inappropriate. That's We're gonna right. talk about taxes. We're talking about dirty Santa,
0: which is not the thing you think.
1: We're talking about taxes and annuities and bonds. Turn it off. Kids don't want to hear that. Um. Yeah, so I have a spouse who turned to this oh, 13-year-old child and at 13 said to him, Do your younger siblings know about Santa? What 13.
0: the fuck, Stuart? That's worse than Donald Trump.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and this child's face turned ash and his jaw was a little agape. And he said, what do you mean? We have spent our lives telling our children to shut the fuck up if you believe everything is real. If you believe... All right.
0: All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slow it down for a beat. Slow it down. I think we may have stumbled upon one of the formative insights that drives Stewart to be a good person because this is such a monumental fuck up that he did. He must continually be trying to erase the damage that he has done and sowed in the world with all of his good deeds. And I'm here to tell you, you're never going to do it. You're never, you listening, Stuart? Are you still listening? <laughs> or have you turned this off? You made a wrong move. And I know it was the only one. So I have to cling to it. Like sweet death.
1: Yeah. So you think he's trying to make up for everything because it's of this? It's the only
0: explanation because he's only done one wrong thing. But that was the biggest, wrong it. thing a big that one. ever be made. Oh, how does he sleep at night?
1: Um, Very loudly. He's a snorer. <laughs> so we get home and the kids turn to him and say, you told us for years. You warned us for years. And what do you do? And he couldn't help himself. He's like, he was 13. What 13? I'm like, uh, a lot. Idiot, it
0: seems. Idiot, 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 yeah. idiot, idiot, So doctor, paging doctor, idiot. It's like Mark Wahlberg. This is my favorite. When Mark Wahlberg... What did he fuck He up? went to prison because he's a fucking dope. So he went to prison for stealing something or doing some stupid stuff. And uh, he's sitting there talking about it. And he goes, did people, you know, do they give you a hard time in prison? Or do they treat you like a celebrity? And he goes, well, I mean, they would all come up to me and they would say, you know, what the hell are you doing in here? And I'd tell him what I did. And they go, you stupid fuck. What are you doing in here? And it was just so funny to hear Mark Wahlberg talking about himself, calling himself a stupid fuck. And he goes, and I was. See?
1: I appreciate that and I think I think my spouse would make the same comment about himself and, and he has had the opportunity to make the same mistake again
0: and again and he looks over at me and I give him the look like through gritted teeth,
1: shut your fucking mouth right now.
0: Yeah. That's good. Baby's not going to put his hand on the stove again. I like it.
1: They, my kids weren't wrong. I just got a message that says there's an early dismissal today.
0: Oh, Jimmy Crack Corn and time for I don't, ah! <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Go ahead, Jimmy.
1: You're safe By the where way, you are. Yeah, what? I'm pretty sure that's a racist comment with racist roots, Jimmy crack corn. Jimmy
0: crack corn, it's is Jimmy the racist part or are we cracking corn? Which is the racist part? All I think it's it?
1: a it's a full it's a full thing. I think it's a all of it. Yeah, all of it. I
0: like Jimmy crack, oh, damn it.
1: Dear listeners, what are your f- favorite favorite holiday traditions do you have a real tree do you have a fake tree and who ruined
0: christmas for you i thought, we you, were want to hear say, I thought you were gonna say dear listeners what are your favorite favorite racist anecdotes that we can- <laughs> 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 idiomatic expressions that we can use axiom we have a whole podcast what's on your us? favorite axiom yeah I remember. I, remember. I remember yeah tell us
1: your stories the funny ones don't tell us the shitty ones or how somebody died under like i don't want any of that shit but <laughs> And some of them include the poisonous mistletoe. I'm a fan of those, too. Uh, you know mistletoe is poison, right? Well, you don't eat it. Your pets do. You don't leave it on the... You're supposed to kiss under it. Do you put it on the floor? All right. I don't put it in my house at all. Stop
0: it. There's some things we have to discuss. This is not how this works.
1: We are a mistletoe-free home. Please let us know your fun stories. We would love to hear them. And the funniest ones... We will share with other dear listeners. We are grateful for you this holiday season. We will share your stories if you share our podcast. We'll, see how sh- I do we'll that?
0: share if you share. Show you yours. We'll show you mine.
1: To be honest, Amy will show you hers. No matter. Stop what. it! I
0: don't do that. I like to talk a mean game, and nobody wants nobody wants to see. Her. She'll show you.
1: I just saw hers last weekend. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs>
0: Censored. All right.
1: Hey, thanks for listening. We love you.
0: Super mean it. Bye.